Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning, Washington, D.C. What up, what up, what up? It's AWOD here on a Saturday morning in the nation's capital. Time to get up and at them. We've got a football game to preview. The Washington Commanders in the first game of the Josh Harris era. At home at FedEx Field, facing off against the Arizona Cardinals. I'll give you my keys to victory. You know that's a staple of my show. I also want to know, what does a perfect Sunday look like to you, right? This is the best chance for a perfect Sunday. You've got the whole perfect storm of everyone coming back to FedEx Field to root for this team for the first time in 25 years, right? you got the fact that the Arizona Cardinals are starting a quarterback we know nothing about. We don't have any game tape on him. And Washington's got all this momentum now. So it really is the perfect storm this Sunday at FedEx Field. Are you going to the game? I want to hear from you. 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-107. If you'll be out there for the start of the Josh Harris era, I want to hear from you. And it is a welcome home game, so the question is, who would you invite to lead Washington out onto the field for a welcome home game? 1-800-636-1067. Got some great guests on the show today. Craig Hoffman, who you can hear on the Team 980, also the host of the Take Command podcast that I love to check out alongside Logan Paulson. He'll join us in an hour at 10 a.m., David Harrison will join us at 11 a.m. He covers the Washington Commanders for Sports Illustrated. And then my guy Joe House, House from D.C., from The Ringer, will hop on the program at 11.30. But let me just start with this. All right, I just said it. There's a chance for a perfect Sunday for Washington, right? You get the win. You got all the momentum. Everybody wants to come back to FedEx Field in two weeks. And all of a sudden, maybe you have a home field advantage again, right? So what does your perfect Sunday look like for Washington to me I felt like all of last year and maybe you could even say all of the Ron Rivera era since he's come over here we've had these slow starts right everybody knows about the slow starts the one and two then one and three one and two eventually you end up being like two and five and then oh oh, oh Ron gets some wins in November and December and then we end around 500 right eight eight and one didn't seem possible he found a way to be mediocre last season I felt like all of the Ron Rivera era, but particularly last year, Washington never played one game where they played a full four quarters. Not one game where they played an entire four quarters, right? You'd have a terrible first quarter and then come play in the second quarter. Or a great first quarter against the Jags, you're up 14-0, and there's stink the bed in the third, and it's a game in the fourth quarter, right? Look back throughout last season. I don't believe one game Washington played a full four quarters. That's what I want to see this Sunday to start the regular season against the Arizona Cardinals. I want to see Washington play a full four quarters of good football. All right, that's what I want to see. Everyone in the crowd is going to be fired up. They're going to be in it. It's going to be lit. The stadium is going to be filled with legends, right? You heard Champ Bailey's coming back, Robert Griffin III, John Riggins. All these legends are going to be in the crowd. Can we please show up early? Can we please have this team show up? The first snap of the game, ready to play. 
and have that play through the entire game, high intensity, no terrible drives where we go three and out, right? No scoring drought over an entire quarter where we can't score the ball. No second half comeback from the Cardinals, please. Just cruise to victory. Can we do that? Can Ron Rivera get that out of the boys week one? There will not be another game this season where the fan base is this fired up. We've waited 20-plus years for this opportunity to celebrate and support this team without the money funneling back to Dan Snyder. Every single beer bought at FedEx Field this Sunday is not going to Dan anymore so we can drink it and be happy. Finally, we can celebrate in peace. I'm so excited for this game, but I'm also nervous. All right, like I said, this team never showed up for all four quarters last season. The Cardinals have so many question marks. And to me, that's a little scary, right? Beginning with the quarterback. What if he's able to put together a few drives? Can Washington respond? How good is their defense going to be? You know, I know they have a few good skill players that can burn us. James Conner is certainly a serviceable running back one. Can Washington stop the run? We've had major issues with that in the past. If James Conner is able to establish the run early and get over 100 yards, that does not spell good for the Washington Commanders. And then offensively, you know, we're all excited about the Sam Howell era and the impact that Eric Bieniemy is going to make as the offensive coordinator. Well, how long is it going to take for Sam Howell to feel comfortable and gel with his receivers? He looked great in preseason. That was preseason. That wasn't against number ones in the NFL, right? Will we throw more than we run? Because we, we all want to see Sam Howell throw it around the field, but really... The way to destroy the Cardinals tomorrow is going to be establishing the run early. It's so important a game like this at home where you want to dominate the time of possession to be able to run for four and a half, five yards a carry. All right? And set yourself up so that you're not facing any third and longs. It's always third and shorts. What does your perfect Sunday look like for Washington? 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. For me, it really is just four quarters of football. Four quarters of football without any worries that, man, we could lose this game, right? I, I don't want to be sitting at home. I've been waiting all year to watch this game, and all of a sudden it, there's a, a thought creeping back into my mind here that, man, we could blow this to the Cardinals. I don't want to have that happen at all throughout the game. I want to cruise to victory. No second-half deficit, right? You don't want a rookie quarterback in the second half to be thinking in the back of his mind, oh, man, I, I can't throw this deep here. Because if I have a turnover, it's going to be a backbreaking turnover and we're going to lose at home. You can't have a second-half deficit at all. No special teams disaster. None of that. There cannot be a drive defensively in which we give up chunk play after chunk play and we let Arizona go right down the field, which happened a ton last year, specifically week two against the Detroit Lions. Didn't even get uh, a third down against them in the first half, it felt like. A perfect Sunday for Washington involves Sam Howell, thrown for 300 yards. Jerry, uh, Jahan Dotson, Terry McLaurin getting touchdowns. And then defensively, it's Chase Young, Montez Sweat, and the D-line dominating the Cardinals' big men up front and getting sacks, getting after the quarterback, and bringing him down. A perfect Sunday includes, for me, a lead at the end of the first quarter, and that momentum carries through the rest of the game. A perfect Sunday includes no injuries. Right? No players lost for a season. No stingers that we got to worry about day to day. No rolled ankles. Sam Howell doesn't even get sacked on a perfect Sunday. This is week one against the Arizona Cardinals. They're going to be a stinky team this year. They're going to crap it up all over the league. 
This is the best chance for Washington to have a perfect Sunday. Can Ron Rivera get the boys fired up to do this? I know Eric Bieniemy can. I know Eric Bieniemy can. Is Ron Rivera going to get the guys ready? Defensively, are we going to come out? And is it going to be Jack Del Rio's same bit as last year of, oh, well, I trust our defensive line so much, we're not going to send a fifth guy. We're not going to blitz. We're just going to trust our defensive line. And then because of that, and because of that thinking, quarterbacks end up having extra time in the pocket to find another receiver downfield. Because it's not like our secondary is filled with Pro Bowl. It's really not. And there's a lot of question marks on our secondary. And so we need this defensive line to get after the quarterback. I want to blitz early. I want this guy to be snapping it and running for his life within the first two plays of the game, right? That's how you get the momentum immediately to start the game. Cardinals quarterback needs to be running for his life. Send the extra man. We need to start this game and play to win. Not, oh, we don't want to make the big mistake to start the game. Ron Rivera does that way too often. I'm tired of this, this style of play from Ron here where it's, oh, we're going to play to not make the big mistake, right? We're going to play for the tie like we did against the Giants last year. I'm done with that. It's the start of the new era. Let's get a hot start week one against the Cardinals. Let's cruise to victory. It should be a double-digit victory, all right? It should be. The line is at seven. The line is at seven. The line's at seven, in my opinion, because nobody knows anything about the Arizona Cardinals quarterback situation. The line should be more when you factor in the fact that this is the first True home sellout in 10 years. The place is going to be fired up. Washington should be able to cruise to victory. That would be a perfect Sunday for me. I want to hear from you if you're listening right now. 1-800-636-1067. Members of the AWOD Army, you can chime in throughout the show. 1-800-636-1067. We're live on DC Sports Radio 1067. The fan simulcast on the Team 980 and always available around the country on the Odyssey app. Don't go anywhere. Don't change that dial. I'll be right back. Welcome back. Happy Saturday, everybody. Time to get up and at them here on a Saturday morning in the nation's capital. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on DC Sports Radio 106.7 The Fans, simulcast on the Team 980, and always available on the Odyssey app. I'll be with you here live and local until 12 noon on 106.7 The Fan. On the Team 980, coming up at 10 a.m., you will hear the pregame show for the Virginia Tech Hokies in Blacksburg. They are hosting the Purdue Boilermakers for a 12 noon kickoff. We've also got another great college football game in the state of Virginia with the Hoos of UVA hosting JMU. So I'll try to preview those games at some point before the end of the show today as both of those are noon kickoffs. But the NFL season returned on Thursday night football with the Chiefs losing to the Detroit Lions. And with that, the wacky season begins. And... You know it's going to be filled with wacky things this year. I mean, the Lions are going to be good, right? Can the Browns be decent? All these teams that we've been making fun of for years, the Jacksonville Jaguars might be legit, might be elite. This season, the NFL always has twists and turns, and it began on Thursday night. I opened the show by talking about what my perfect Sunday would look like. I've got Toby Altizer producing the show today. Toby, what do you think of my perfect Sunday, man? Can we make that happen? Yeah, I love it. I love it. Just sitting back watching the Commanders roll the Cardinals early like you were saying. I'd love that. I mean, what's it going to take 
for this Cardinals team to beat Washington. Like, realistically, everything would have to go right. Like, James Conner's going to have to run for 100 yards. Sam Howell would have to have two turnovers. We'd have to have some kind of a special teams disaster for the Arizona Cardinals to come into FedEx and defeat Washington. Yeah, I mean, I feel like this is one of those situations where if the commanders just play their game, they play disciplined, they don't beat themselves, just on principle, because the team is better, they should win. Now, we've seen before this team beat themselves, so I'm a little bit nervous, but I think if they just go out there and don't screw themselves, I think they'll win this thing. Yeah, no, I I totally agree with you right there. And Washington is excited to announce that it is a welcome home game for fans. Welcome home. Come back to FedEx. They're begging you. Please come back here. Buy our cheaper beers. We've got new food options. Come back to FedEx Field here on a Sunday and make us have home field advantage once again tomorrow at 1 p.m. The question I have for you right now, 1-800-636-1067, 1-800-636-1067. Do you have a problem with Washington and the new ownership group and the entire front office having Robert Griffin III be the spokesperson for the Welcome Home hype video? 1-800-636-1067. Do you have a problem with Washington having RG3 be the spokesperson for the Welcome Home game? I'll tell you, I I loved it. I have no problem with it at all. When you think back to Robert Griffin III, he was the man for that one season. And I'll be honest with you, I'm 30 years old. I was born in 1992. That was the most memorable season of my entire life. I remember that entire season like it was yesterday. Maybe it's because I was growing up, right? I was going through college, and I was watching every game, and I was driving home on Sundays to go with my dad, and we were winning again. We were winning for the first time basically in my entire life. I loved RG3. You had the junkies calling him R Jesus. I felt it. I remember that year for Hanukkah, I got an RG3 jersey, and I wore it every single game. I loved RG3, so I have no problem with him coming back to be the spokesperson for the welcome home game, right? So many great memories from 2012, right? And when you think back, like, I have so many great memories of plays from my entire lifetime, right? Uh, Like uh, Santana Moss catching his two passes against the Cowboys, right? So many great games and plays growing up rooting for this team. But if you're like me, you know, 2012 was special. It wasn't just a game or a play. It was the whole season of excitement. Not a game or two. It started from that Saints opener when he's griffining. He falls on the ground with his hands up and he throws the pass to Pierre Garçon. It started from that season opener and went through the entire season and into the playoffs. Washington was lit. And everybody was a fan of this team once again, it felt like. That's why I'm totally okay with RG3 leading us out for this welcome home game. Now, I will admit, it is not who I would have selected. It is not who I would have selected at all. But I'm not mad about it. I'm not mad about it at all because I loved what Robert Griffin III brought to us in 2012. And, yes, it ended sourly. It's ended poorly. And I don't enjoy watching him talk college football in the NFL. I think he makes it all about himself. I don't love RG3, the analyst. I love RG3 in a Skins uniform and in FedEx Field. And I'm not mad about this at all. But it's not who I would have selected. What are your thoughts? 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. Toby, what do you think? Are you mad that Robert Griffin III is the hype person for the welcome home game? No, I mean, I don't hate it, but it is odd because, you know, listening to the junks the other day, Drab brought up a great point. Like, were people really fans of RG3 at the end of his time here? I think that that season, I'm a young guy too, 
that 2012 season is so iconic, and that's mm-hmm. the season that I remember. My favorite game that I've ever watched was that Week 17 game against Dallas. So I don't hate it because I grew up an RG3 guy and loved watching him, but I could see how someone who's a little bit older that went through the Gibbs era and saw all those times would look at it and say, like, that's the guy that you had do this? You right. had other right. did options? He ever, did he ever win a meaningful game? Did he win a playoff game? No. No, he didn't. And that's why I would not have selected him at all. But here's another reason why I'm not mad at it at all. I think it's going to do it's going to do what they want it to do, which is bring generations of fans together, right? Because if you liked Robert Griffin III, you're probably 30 or younger, right? Your dad might not have been a big fan of him, but he understands that, you know, that was an exciting time in 2012, probably the most exciting time of your lifetime because the team hadn't won for 20 years before that since 92, right? And so I think RG3 is going to be able to bring the generation of fans together. The younger fans and the older fans, they might be saying, oh, where's Mark Rippon, right? Where's Dexter Manley? Where's Art Monk? But yet they're going to be with their kid at FedEx Field, and he's probably going to be wearing an RG3 jersey. And I know there's going to be thousands of RG3 jerseys at FedEx Field. It's not who I would have selected, but I'm not mad about it at all. If you want to chime in, it's 1-800-636-1067, 1-800-636-1067. So like I said, I was born in 1992, so immediately I thought like, oh man, it'd be so awesome to see Brad Johnson or Stephen Davis running out that tunnel and leading Washington out for week one, right? Or, or Chris Samuel or Mark Brunel or Santana Moss or Chris Cooley. Those are a few names that came to mind for me. But when you're talking about just legends of the commanders, how about Daryl Green? How about Joe Theismann, right? How about uh, Joe Gibbs? I mean, you can't go wrong with that. They got Champ Bailey coming back. He said he's been waiting forever, and it's just the perfect timing now. I loved Champ Bailey, and I was one of the guys that was not happy with the trade right away. Now, I will admit, I became the, the biggest Clinton Portis fan ever, basically, but I was upset when we got rid of Champ Bailey and brought in CP. If you want to chime in, phone lines are open, one 800 636 1067 Let's go to Julio in Upper Marlboro. Julio, you're on the fan with AWOD. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Hey, man, how are you doing? I'm fine. I'm on speaker. Is, is this okay? Yeah, man, what's going on? Uh, okay, I, w- I was calling in to talk about uh, who, who they should have in doing the opening game. My thing is this, and I heard the gentleman say Chris Samuels. Julio, we lost you. Stalwarts and such as yourself that are better. But the key word to me is, and when you say hype, man, who better? And I like, I like, I like Cam Bailey, but who better than Fred Smoot, who stayed here, he was revered, he was the best Washington player, but he's a hype man. For my money, if I want to come in and get hype, I don't want to see Chris Samuels, I don't want to see Brad Johnson, I don't, I want to see somebody hype. You know what I mean? Daryl Green, love Daryl Green. My son doesn't know Daryl Green. He's 24. You know what I mean? So for me, for my money, it's Fred Smoot. Good call, man. We're going to have to let you go. Not great phone connection there. Uh, But I totally see what you're saying with wanting it to be a hype man. And and he kind of made a point for me there with he wants someone that his kid's going to understand. And that's why I think Washington went with Robert Griffin III simply, right? Because it's a guy that can really tie the generation together. Who else can you call for? I think Santana Moss would have been the great answer. Like, but he's already kind of working for the team. He's working in the area. And it's not really a welcome home thing for Santana. He's in the building every Sunday. I feel like Santana hasn't missed a game in 15 years, right? And Chris Cooley, he already worked for the team after he left. So if they wanted a guy that 
played in Washington, left and hasn't come home since then, that's going to bring the fan base back together again? I kind of think they actually hit a home run with RG3 because of the fact that, like he said, there's there's not going to be the fan the stands are not going to be filled with 50 year olds. You're crazy if you think that. All right, they're going to be filled with 50 and 6 year olds bringing their kids who are in their 20s and younger kids like that. And these kids don't even know anything about John Reagans. They know nothing about Joe Gibbs. Maybe Joe Gibbs 2.0. All right, and so if they had to bring a younger commander, I feel like. And now that I'm thinking about it, look. If you're talking about somebody that left and then wanted to come home now and they want to bring the fan base back, let's bring back what FedEx Field was like in 2012. Because I'll promise you, I was there as the season ticket holder. That second half of the season, it was absolutely rocking. When the Ravens came to FedEx Field and, what was it, Richard Crawford or something like that, returned a punt for the touchdown in overtime, and we won that game, that place was electric. Let's make it like 2012 once again. And that's why I love Robert Griffin III being our guy for the welcome home luncheon. It's not who I would have chosen, but I think they got it right. 1-800-636-1067. Phone lines are open if you want to chime in. Don't go anywhere. Don't change that dial. I'll be right back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back. And happy Saturday, everybody. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio. Here on DC Sports Radio 106.7, the fans simulcast on the Team 980 and always available around the country on the Odyssey app. It's the best app out there for music, play-by-play, and sports talk. Gives you the ability to pause the show, rewind, and pick up right where you left off. If you're enjoying the program, you can check me out during the week, Monday through Friday from 12 to 3 p.m. on the Odyssey app. Just search 910 The Fan on the Odyssey app to find AWOD Radio in Richmond, Virginia, talking D.C. sports with a Richmond flavor and a ton of commanders talk. Uh, so you can always tweet me throughout the show at AWOD Radio, A-W-A-D-R-A-D-I-O. Juan tweets me. It's a tradition. He wakes up and listens to the show. V.A. Hustler is tuning in. I see you there. Uh, my guy T. Wig says, personally, he believes LeVar Arrington would have been a great answer. Should have been the hype man, and he believes this fan base owes him an apology and should welcome him back. That's not a bad answer there. I loved LeVar for a long time. Loved him on the radio as well. Uh, that's the reason I got into radio. I'm not even. I'm, I swear to God, we started listening to LeVar and Dukes in high school, and I was hooked on 106.7 The Fan from that point on. So who do you think should have led Washington out in the hype video and maybe out of the tunnel on Sunday for the welcome home game? I'm not mad about Robert Griffin III at all. I'm not mad about it at all. It's not who I personally would have chosen, but now the more I think about it, 
I do think he was the right answer because of the fact he's going to kind of bring these generations together, the older generation and the younger generation that just simply has not seen this team win. 1-800-636-1067, MGM National Harbor. Listener lines are open. Let's go to Bobby in Maryland. Bobby, you're on the fan. Hey, what? How's it going? Good, man. How are you? Good. I think uh, I do probably have some recommendations as to who we should go with, but I, it should not be RG3, and I was, quite frankly, pretty pissed when I saw the video. Okay. I think the the original RG3 amazing rookie season was magical, yes, but let's not forget what happened after the fact. All in for week one, the ultimate spiral that happened afterwards, and then him dragging the entire organization down. He pinched out the Shanahan's. He was Snyder's boy, and he was, you know, probably the source of all the Diana Rossini's leaks. Um, and, yeah, he left. And also, it was probably a year ago, fact-check me on that, that he teased a tell-all um, book about the organization that he was yep. going to release, about all the toxicity within the organization. So this is a guy who was looking to profit on the downfall of the organization, and now he's in the video with open arms saying, welcome back, Let, let's get back on the train. How, how in, who made that decision? He's obviously not, you know, all in for week one this year. He's all in for paycheck on the welcome video. Get Chris yeah. Cooley or someone who's beloved by the entire fan base. No, it's a good point there, but the, the thing with Chris Cooley is it's not really a welcome home thing for Chris Cooley if he already left the commanders and then worked for the team for a long time. Well, he's someone that everyone – adores for the organization robert griffin the third is is controversial at best he is but i i think i think you're sleeping on the fact that rg3 in 2012 brought this fan base together more than chris cooley ever did i think there's sure I, look i love cooley the fan base up but then he then he then then he unzipped everything and he left maybe us, left us in shambles bob bobby let me ask you this at the game sunday do you think you're going to see more what is it number 47 or more number 10 in the stands Probably forty-seven. I would or argue maybe ten, just just based on, based on the historic sales, the jersey sales. But yeah, I bet you if you were to walk around and you were to do a little man on the street in the parking lot, who do you, who would you rather you know meet, RG three or Chris Cooley? And maybe Chris Cooley is the wrong example. The, no, the, no, you're right. No, it's a good is, point, Bobby. How old are you, yeah. Bobby? How old are you? I'm I'm thirty-three. Okay, so, so you're, I'm you're, kind of in, in. I remember the the rookie year. I remember watching in college. The RG3 Minnesota Vikings run everything. It was amazing. Yeah. But we can't forget what, what happened afterwards. And the fact no. that he is now profiting on on this new ownership group when he was buddy-buddy with the old ownership, Mr. Snyder, um, who everyone hates and who everyone want, wants to move past. So, yeah. I, look, I don't call, call radio shows very often. I was very, <laughs> very passionate about this when I saw the welcome offer. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, it's a good hey, call, man. I, I appreciate you, guys, you chiming um, in. Thanks, thanks for calling, Bobby. I appreciate it. And here's what I'll say about Chris Cooley. His career ended in 2012, and yes, he was on the roster that year. Only played, only started in two games. I, I kind of think the younger fan base, and maybe I'm, I'm completely off about this. I don't know that the younger fan base, and I'm talking about younger, like below 20, all right, high schoolers, really know that much about Chris Cooley. Maybe I'm completely off about that. Let's go to Terry in D.C. Terry. You're on the fan with AWOD. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Um, um, they were kind of like talking about this subject yesterday. Um, 
to answer your question, um, I think it should have probably been like Daryl Green or uh, John Riggins. Mm-hmm. But that being said, I'll, I'll be 56 in November. And uh, it's letting me know just how old I am when some people, what people call back in the day, you know, <laughs> other things. So when I hear, you know, some of these things, you know, I come from a time, and I, and I told this story yesterday on this, uh, on this, um, to Doc, not Doc, but um, to B. Mitch, mm-hmm. and um, and what you call it. Um, but in '82, when um, when the Skins went to the Super Bowl, and um, and I told the story, and I, and I said, me and my mother, this was a time when they were still pumping gas for you at the station, mm-hmm. and the owner of the station was an Exxon, and he uh, he was pulled up. He said, all Cowboys fans, this is for the NFC Championship game. And he said, I, um, you know, all Cowboy fans get their gas for free. And my mother said, I'll pay for mine. <laughs> I, come from, I come from that time frame where it's like when for like a 22-year period, I think we only had two losing seasons, and it's like seven and nine or – Eight and eight, nine and seven was disappointing, mm-hmm. and now we we crave for nine and seven or ten and seven or whatever you know it is now. But I think all in all, if we just win games, and it's been it's funny in the last thirty thirty five years, it's been so much sidebar stuff um, from the name to the now we're talking about the hype videos, the uniforms, different things. And, and I remember when we were winning games, I wanted more style than the quality, but now. It's like I just want to win games. I don't care what the uniforms look like. I don't care what a hype video looks like. I don't care about any of that. I just want to win games, and I think everything else will take care of itself. But to answer your original question, yeah, I think it should have been probably Riggins or um, or Daryl Green, you know. But, you know, all in all, um, you know, RG3, I don't know if his heart is truly in it. Maybe he may be doing it for a paycheck. I would hope that he's, you know, he's sincere. But, um. We just need to win, and uh, I want the burgundy and gold to behold on um, on Sunday. Let's go. I appreciate the call, man. Thanks for chiming in, Terry. Love that story. His mom's going to pay for gas no matter what, even if Cowboys fans get it for free. I, I love that. That's why I love doing radio. Open lines on AWOD Radio, 1-800-636-1067, 1-800-636-1067. Clark, Ba. Alan, Sam, I see you guys on the line. We'll get to your calls next. You're listening to AWOD Radio on The Fan. Don't go anywhere. Don't change that dial. We'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on a Saturday morning in the nation's capital. Craig Hoffman from the Team 980 will join me at 10 a.m. We'll talk with David Harrison at 11 and then Joe House from The Ringer at 11.30. We'll take your phone calls right now, 1-800-636-1067. You can always tweet me throughout the show. That's at AWOD Radio or at 1067 The Fan, A W A D D R A D I O. Eddie tweets me, Mike Sellers. Oh, that's a blast from the past. Rock Cartwright. Loved Rock Cartwright. And then he says, Ryan Terrain, the terrain chain. Man, bringing me back to my childhood. Uh, we had one caller said, Fred Smoot. That's a good one. Loved Fred. Sean Springs, he was on the Junkies this week. Loved hearing from him again. Um, and then we got a tweet about LeVar Arrington as well. Dwayne tweets me. Best case scenario would have been RG3, Rigo, and Champ Bailey come out of convertible regarding the welcome back game. How about Santana Moss? Was my favorite Skins player growing up, uh, but I don't really think it would be considered a welcome home game because he's been working with the team. Chris Pooley, Clinton Portis were next. All right, open lines. Bring the energy and passion. 1-800-636-1067. Let me know. Are you upset about RG3 leading the hype video? And who would you have selected? 
1-800-636-1067. Let's go to Zach in Alexandria. Zach, you're on the fan with AWOD. Hey, AWOD. Uh, thanks so much for having me. And look, let me just say first off, so happy for you. Longtime listener of you back on the Junkies and so excited you're doing this and you're just absolutely crushing it. So thank, thank you. you. Thank um, you. Yeah, well done. Yeah, look, I think the key thing is something the last caller said is we got to coalesce around this team. We got it. Doesn't matter who's in the hype video. We got to be all in on the burgundy and gold. I just came from a hockey tryout at 6:30 a.m. with my 10-year-old, and people are talking about this game tomorrow. Mm. People are wearing the gear. We got to We got to coalesce around it. I hear you on RG3. He gave us a lot of good memories. I know there's some tension there. I do really like the idea of some sort of, you know cover all the eras but you know what it's a hype video let's uh let's all say a prayer for sam howe that he gets through this uh this game and this season and goes and executes and let's be there for coach rivera and everybody else let's just yeah. all 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 focus on the positives and not not have some kind of issue pull us apart right now no good call man i appreciate it 1-800-636-1067 let's go to clark in alexandria clark you're on the fan Hey, morning. Um, I think your previous callers had some good comments about RG3. Look, I don't. I think it's not only generational, and obviously RG3 has some uh, some areas to blame for his exit from Washington. But it's also largely something that the franchise uh, is blamed for in terms of how they handled his injury and separation and his rehab. Yeah. And and I think getting him out there tomorrow is a sign that hey, we are moving on. This is a new start. This is a new era. I think Lavar Arrington would serve that same purpose he would be great but you know we have not handled some of our players well in the past and I think RG3 is at the top of that list in terms of someone we were all super pumped for and had a bright future and and the franchise bears some responsibility in in, in, in his exit from the team and the league so I think it's neat that he's there I'll be wearing my Gary Clark jersey tomorrow I'm, I'm 43 I'm a big posse fan the 92 87 teams but it, it, it is a generational pick as well but your previous callers right we got a rally behind the team and and if it's RG3 showing up tomorrow, that's got to tell you that it's a new era with different ownership. Yep, good point, Clark. I appreciate it. Let's go to Greg in Upper Marlboro. Greg, you're on the fan. Hey, how you doing? Good, man. Uh, I wouldn't have used RG3 because I think it's, for me, it's a reminder. Uh, we we basically, it's been ba that one season was an electric season, but he didn't win anything. Yeah. And, and and this is about winning for the Burgundy Gold. So I would have used two people. I would have used I would have used John Riggins because he has been ostracized by the organization. Yeah. And I would have used I would have used Chris Cooley because he also too left with some uh being a little disappointed with the organization. Yeah. And now to I be fair to be guys. fair to the front office, John Riggins will be in the building. Yeah, and, and he should be because he his thing was very public. But like I said, RG3, I'm, I'm 50. So that one season, I associate myself with winning. Mm -hmm. And and I think the previous callers before me have hit, it, hit the nail on the head when they said it's all about winning. It's not about the videos or anything like that. But if it gets back to winning, you could try, you could try, you can try a bunch of hogs out there and people would love it. So, yeah. again, I appreciate your show and enjoy your day. Thank you, Greg. Appreciate you chiming in. Uh, let's go to line one. Walt in Tampa. Walt, you're on the fan. Hey, good show, good show. Hey, look, um, I've been around this team since since uh, 82. 
Okay. And right now, we got everything that we've prayed for. Okay. First, we wanted Jay gone. Then we wanted Bruce gone. Then we wanted Dan gone. I mean, along the way, we lost our name. But, hey, everything we've wanted. And here's the weekend we've been praying for. We're talking about negative stuff, you know. I mean, I think RG3's issue was a Dan-created problem. Mm-hmm. Okay, he just handled the kid wrong. The kid was young. I, I mean, I don't, I don't hold RG three responsible because that's why you have coaches. That's why you have, you know, owners. Now, yeah. um, as far as what we're doing right now, is just a carryover from our old behavior and our old mindset. We should be positive about everything this weekend. We shouldn't have any negative talk about, hey, is this right? That's right. Hey, I I thought the production was great yeah. on the video. And yeah. I kind of liked it because right away I said, okay, they're tapping into everybody. A gentleman said if you went around the stadium and did a little survey, if you went around the stadium and just surveyed people that liked or disliked Robert, I would say there would be 60% would still like him. Yeah. We can't ignore them. So yeah, I thought the I thought the video was great because I'm always looking for the positive. The first thing I saw was, man, our production when it comes to marketing and our promotion videos, it's taking a huge step up. Yeah, they if put some money in it. Believe me, I, I worked I worked for that department at one point and they weren't putting money in it before. And uh, so it's nice to see that was it was great production. I, I will be honest, man, it looked like something Hollywood. Produced, uh, yeah, I, hey, I was kind of proud of it. I yeah. said, man, this is the, one of the nicest ones I've seen. Yeah, it was but much better I than their scheduled the release glass. video. <laughs> hey, well, you know, I look for the glass being half full, not half empty. And I think as a fan base, we've been so abused. It's going to take a while for us to just be a lot more positive about everything. This isn't an issue. This is an issue we should be talking about on Wednesday of next week. Before the game, we should be talking about nothing but the game and and throwing excitement and our energy on our players so we can go out there and win 26-6. Good call. Yeah, well, right, I appreciate yeah. it, man. We're, we got two more hours of the show. We are going to break down the game. I'll give you my keys to victory and break down Washington versus the Arizona Cardinals. Well, thanks for chiming in. One last call. Let's go to uh, my guy, Bob, the cab driver. Bob, I appreciate you calling in. What's going on, my brother? I appreciate this day, man. How you doing, sir? I'm, I'm doing good. Rod, Rod, uh, first of all, I got to give a big shout-out to the last caller. I love what he just said. First of all, the last time we had a good time was when Robert hit. Rob, I'm I'm rocking my Robert Griffin. I'm a Griffin fan. Mm-hmm. I was hurt when he gone, all of that. I'm like you. So, so tomorrow, it's not about the video. And I told you, a producer, I was one of the luckiest person to took John Riggins home. You know, I took John Riggins from Tommy, you know, over there in Bethesda. So that was a long time ago. Let me put it out. You know, the, the rest of the trip, I ain't going to get there. I love uh, Rigo. But at the end of the day, tomorrow's nothing shouldn't be negative. We should be talking about winning. This our year. We out here. We back. I used to griffin. I, I'm still griffining. But tomorrow, <laughs> I'll be howling. We got a quarterback. Stop the nonsense. Robert is ours. Let's go and win this division. I'm going to call you halfway through the season. 
We're going right. to win this thing, Rob. Let this fool so. talk about video. Let this so. fool talk about video. We're about to win. Love you, man. Let's Thank go. you. Thank you, Bob. Thanks for chiming in. You're right. Let's let's get to on-the-field stuff here for the Washington Commanders as they host the Arizona Cardinals week one at FedEx Field. It's going to be sold out. If you're going to the game, I want to hear from you throughout the show. 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. I'm going to be watching on TV, and I want to see that place rocking. And then I said this last week. I want to hear everybody calling in on Monday to the Junkies, to B. Mitch and Finley, to Grant and Danny, and talk about how much of a great time they had at FedEx Field. And I want everyone that didn't go to be jealous, right? I'm not going. I want to be jealous of everyone else on Monday talking about how great of a time they had coming back to FedEx Field. That's what we need. We need some positive memories once again at FedEx Field. We'll break down the game on the show today. We've got Craig Hoffman will join us. In about five minutes, David Harrison, who covers the Commanders for Sports Illustrated, will join us at 11 a.m. And Joe House from The Ringer at 11.30. Keep it locked and loaded here to 106.7 The Fan. If you're listening to us on the Team 980, you're about to hear Virginia Tech pregame show as they host the Purdue Boilermakers from Blacksburg, Virginia. That's coming up next on the Team 980. You'll continue to hear AWOD on 106.7 The Fan and the Odyssey app. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. 